0: Hello and welcome to Inside the Americas, I'm de D'Souza. Coming up on the show this week. The U.S. president lays the groundwork for re-election. Joe Biden keeping foreign policy on the back burner and touting his economic successes during the State of the Union address. China vows to protect its interests after Biden promises to safeguard the sovereignty of the United States. Tensions between the two sides sinking further after an alleged spy balloon was shot down by Washington. And LeBron James making history, the Cleveland Cavaliers player breaking the all-time scoring record in the NBA. But first, the U.S. President Joe Biden delivered his second annual State of the Union Address on Tuesday. The speech focused on the American economy after a string of stronger-than-expected jobs reports. While he touted his economic agenda, Biden did acknowledge the political challenges ahead after Democrats lost control of the House in midterm elections. The 80-year-old also appeared to set the stage for a re-election bid in 2024. Brian Quinn reports.
1: A victory lap for Joe Biden in his second State of the Union address, as the U.S. economy proves remarkably resilient. I stand here tonight after we've created, with the help of many people in this room, 12 million new jobs, more jobs created in two years than any president's created in four years because of you all. America's unemployment rate indeed stands at a five-decade low of 3.4 percent. Inflation, too, is coming down after eight interest rate hikes from the U.S. Federal Reserve since 2022 and easing energy shocks from the war in Ukraine. Let's face reality. Biden touting his legislative accomplishments, including a $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill, as well as the $369 billion green energy and prescription drugs bill known as the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. The Inflation Reduction Act is also the most significant investment ever and climate change. We pay for these investments in our future by finally making the wealthiest and biggest corporations begin to pay their fair share. Political fights are looming after the GOP took control of the House of Representatives in last year's midterm elections. With hard-right Republicans threatening a showdown over America's debt limit, Biden promised to protect Social Security and Medicare, provoking howls from the GOP side of the aisle. I'll give you a copy. We're once again, joined by Ukrainians. Americans, Foreign the policy States. also looming large over Tuesday's speech. Biden promised to stand with Ukraine against Russia's ongoing invasion and to stand up to China amid a major diplomatic incident with Beijing over a Chinese spy balloon. But I've never been more optimistic about our future. As he listed his accomplishments, the 80-year-old Biden said he's just getting started, potentially laying
0: the groundwork for a re-election bid in 2024. Now China has responded to Biden's address. Beijing said it will firmly defend its interests after the U.S. president vowed to protect the sovereignty of the United States. The statement comes after an alleged spy balloon was shot down. China said the balloon was for civilian purposes and had veered off course. We can now bring in France 24's Shirley Sitban. Shirley, great to see you as always. When we have such new and innovative technologies like drones, why use a spy balloon?
2: Well, they're not used the same way as in the old days. We're seeing images of World War One. We saw some images dating back more than two centuries. At the time, men were on board. They drew what they saw on the ground, the location of troops, and then they, they threw that back to their men on the ground. But today, nobody's in those balloons, nobody's inside, and they're much higher. Let's look at where they are exactly. They're in the stratosphere. That is more than 20 kilometers up high. Uh, And drones, which usually do the spying, they can't go that up high. Uh, Satellites can go that low. Uh, So basically, those balloons, they get uh, additional information. They send that information to satellites, and the satellites send that back to the ground. That's how it usually works out.
0: Now, the Americans were tracking the balloon before they shot it down. They were very sure it was a Chinese balloon even before Beijing confirmed it was. What exactly were the Americans checking for?
2: Well, they were trying to know what was inside before they destroyed that balloon. So they had, while the balloon was allegedly spying the ground in sensitive sites, there were two planes, two spy planes, American ones this time, the U2 uh, Dragon Ladies. They were trying to understand what was in the balloon. And now that additional information uh, will be added uh, to everything that was found in the debris, in the water, on the ground. And this will be analyzed and presented uh, Uh, to U.S. officials, to U.S. allies, and to everyone to say what was really the nature of that balloon.
0: Now, China says this balloon was for civilian purposes and had veered off course. Uh, Does Beijing think anyone's going to buy that argument?
2: Well, they certainly hope so. That's something that has worked in the past, and you might say they have some elements on their side because uh, you're actually in the stratosphere, you're allowed to fly balloons uh, because the sovereignty of a state only goes up 20 kilometers. Over that uh, height, well, foreign countries can fly balloons if they want. Maybe not military ones, but at least scientific ones. And China has also said that it has already has balloons of a similar type, very large balloons. Not the small weather balloons we know, but large ones with lots of material on board. It's not new, and Chinese companies have been saying, We're making, we make that type of balloon for scientific purposes. None of them confirmed so far that they made that balloon and that this balloon was for scientific
0: research. Now, Shirley, we only found out about this uh, balloon a couple days after the U.S., uh, the Pentagon started tracking it. Uh, Then they shot it down and now uh, the U.S. is trying to recover that debris. What will they be looking for?
2: Well, they'll be looking for uh, the technology that was inside and what kind of information uh, the Chinese balloon may have gathered. Uh, They've been suspecting this for a while. Uh, That's why they did not destroy uh, the balloon right away. And they also suspected that it could be dangerous. They didn't want to take any risks. So they observed the balloon. They, They shut down all the information that the balloon may, could have intercepted. At the same time, they observed it, tried to understand what's inside exactly. And apparently they were right to wait until was over the sea, because inside the balloon, they discovered that there were uh, thousands of pounds of material, and they say it's surveillance technology. We'll wait a bit to see what exactly was inside.
0: Shirley, thank you very much for that. Shirley, sit on there. To our picture of the week next, and it's of the wildfires in Chile. Authorities there are warning that the heat wave could make conditions worse. Firefighters from Mexico and Colombia have been dispatched to help the Chilean counterparts. Over 290,000 hectares of forest have so far been destroyed. Now, record low temperatures have gripped parts of Canada. To deal with the heavy snowfall, monster trucks have been deployed onto the streets of Montreal to clear up the snow. But these operations have a heavy environmental cost, as Olivier Bizo now reports.
3: After prodigious snowfalls in the streets of Montreal, heavy machinery roamed the city, clearing roads and pavements to keep Montreal moving. I'm blowing the snow for 12 hours every day. The machine itself is running 24 hours because when I get in at night, the night team, who also do 12 hours, are getting ready. We work in shifts, it's round the clock. And these machines are costly for the Canadian city. Montreal has an annual snow clearing budget of $200 million to clear 1.9 meters of snow that fall every year and it's also costly for the environment. 25% of our snow is directed straight into the sewers. Putting dirty, polluted snow into the sewer system is an improvement on 20 years ago and allows the water to be sent to treatment plants. But the other 75% gets left in massive quarries and snow clearing also does harm. In Montreal alone, 150,000 tonnes of salt are spread on the roads and pavements during winter. The salt damages infrastructure and pollutes the soil, and to date, no effective alternative has been found. The main problem with snow clearing is the salt, because you have to treat it, but it's particularly the quantity of salt you're
1: releasing into the environment. It's not one city or one road, it's life in a place where it's relatively cold and it snows a lot. So we have to manage that and adapt. And understand that when you use large quantities of salt,
3: you're going to have a problem. Using less salt for the city's inhabitants would mean using their cars less. But at a time of energy
0: transition, many are not yet ready to make that sacrifice. LeBron James has made history. The Cleveland Cavaliers basketball player scoring an all-time NBA record. James's new total scoring of 38,390 points now surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's long-standing record. And uh, Abdul-Jabbar was incidentally in the crowd as LeBron James made history.
2: I probably can count on my hands how many times I've cried in 20 years, um, either in, in happiness or defeat. Um, you know, so, you know, that moment was uh, one of them when I, when I kind of teared up a little bit. It was, uh, it was, I can't believe what's going on. Uh, tears.
0: Now, the croissant is considered sacrosanct here in France, but a Frenchman and his wife in New York are doing the unthinkable. Gauthier Coiffard is a former engineer and opened a bakery called L'Appartement 4F last year. And while most days a line forms outside his establishment to taste the croissants, Coiffard has also been selling croissant cereal. Now the trend is a big hit with American customers and sells for $50 a box. My baker here in Paris would no doubt be rolling her eyes if she found that out. Uh, That's it for this edition of the show Uh, from all of us on team. Thank you very much for watching.
2: It's as if a devil had killed everything that was here.
1: We revisit La Palma, a year after the eruption
2: of the Cumbre Vieja volcano, which brought.
0: Well, it was there. It's very difficult to see your whole life's work destroyed. We feel abandoned, cheated,
3: excluded. I'm more worried about the future than what's happened. I see the future in a very dark way. I think if everything goes well, in July, August, we'll be able to have a banana tree here. Watch
1: La Palma, Volcano Revisited, on France 24.
0: Follow our international journalists on France 24. Douglas Herbert, Angela Diffley, Robert Parsons, Philip Turl, and Armand Georgian. newsroom to the studio, or live on air. They are on standby 24-7 to analyze world events. Whether tackling historic, geopolitical, economic, or environmental issues, our experts get to the heart of the biggest international news stories. They contribute to our special reports and scour the headlines for information. Follow it live. Follow the news. Follow France 24.
1: Liberté. Égalité. Actualité.